people always talk about the word like the N word all the time. Let's okay. say okay. So I went. I was going to the school, a little private school, and I was like the second grade, first grade, or something like that. All white kids. This one kid, he called me the N word at recess. I got mad. Boom, started fighting him. Boom, boom. They broke it up. Whatever. We go to the principal's office. The principal was like. Sydney, he asked me to. I remember for this to this day, first grade. Sydney, were you really mad that he called you the N word, or did you just feel like you were supposed to be mad? And I was like, No! Wow! No! 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 Welcome to Ashes and Roses, the podcast. A millennial review of entrepreneurship. We're your hosts. I'm Junie. And I'm Ashley. We'll be sharing with you an honest review of our trials and triumphs in business. The ashes and the roses. On season two, we'll be inviting other entrepreneurs to share their journey as well. Join us every Wednesday on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And as always, we'll be keeping it real, raw, and and revolutionary. revolutionary. Turn it up, turn it up a little bit, turn it up a little bit more. Let the people feel it. Okay. Alright. So, I told you I wanted to start fresh. So, you know, give me a topic and I'm going to see if I can really speak on it or not. And then we can go from there. Let's go. Okay. Well, we have... (laughs) So, he just took over the intro. Yeah, so this is is not Ashes and Roses, y'all. This is Sydney's Sydney's, Takeover. Sydney Takeover. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Ashes and Roses. Today is a a good one. We got a good one today. We have a great guest in the house with us today. Mm -hmm. Um, Today's topic, we are, as you already know, this season we are challenging the industry and today's industry is a good one. We're coming for the sports industry. The sports industry. The sports industry. So we have a great guest here um, to talk about this topic with us. I'll let uh, my co-host Ashley introduce him. Yes, yes. So um, this is Sydney Omame. <laughs> and uh, when I asked him for a bio, uh, <laughs> his response to me was, "Don't put him in a box." <laughs> no, put me in a box. Do not. You can't so, do that. I mean, what introduction would, um, would you give yourself? I guess. How would I describe myself? Nope. I said, "What introduction?" <laughs> what introduction would I give myself? Okay, I'm Sydney Omame. I'm currently 27 years old, residing in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. I'm out here trying to get money. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, we usually start with a thought of the day. So did you come with a thought to share with us today? Come with a thought? Uh, thought of the day. Um, let's see. I'm going to look at my phone real quick. I'm sure I have a thought of the day. I write things down all the time. Mm. Let's see what I thought about today. Um, In the meantime, I can I can give you guys my thoughts. Yeah, give me your thought. Okay. So... Um, I feel like with everything going on in like society with the like kind of like the Black Lives Matter movement being so huge to where like we're seeing it everywhere now. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, remember that episode we did on code switching? Yeah, I feel like we don't have to code switch so much anymore. Like I feel like I could just be 
That's true. No, that's true. That's hey, interesting. Ask, uh, yesterday, I was with my executive director. I'm the director of the school here in Columbus right now. Mm-hmm. The executive director was there, and I was literally chilling, being my being. In like just being out there i asked one of the dudes one of the students hey record me real quick he recorded a video of me i was out there just flexing chilling just being my and like literally like you know what i'm saying she's worth like she runs like six schools she's worth like millions of dollars just like but you know i didn't have to change who i am to fit in with you know whatever society wants me to be right i mean just to at least be in your career yeah because what is your title i'm a director school director yeah okay so, yeah. I mean, like, that's interesting because I feel like it's a trap. It's a trap. What it's do you a trap. mean? It's a trap. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What it's do you a mean? Trap. What do you mean? Like, like, I just feel like it's a trap. All of a sudden, yeah. they want us to be ourselves while AI is coming in and they're trying to figure people out. Because if we're code switching, then they will never be able to really know. catch us. And, right. You know, but, but if now, we're just being ourselves all the time. Now AI can actually like mm-hmm. you know pick record up that you and think? pick up on it. And I'm just saying, you know, there's always um, so like we're record. This is like a makeshift. This is like a studio, right? Mm-hmm. So and when you watch a show, there's always the fourth wall. So it's like behind what you see, yeah, there's yeah. something going on. So I just feel like you know it's a trap. But you know that's just that's oh, just yeah. how I think. I feel like life's a trap at that point. Because like, I I really don't know how to. F- like how to feel about it like should i really be myself to an extent i feel like and at that point what is yourself like you know there's so many outside influences that like you go through every day just looking at your phone and everything else like what is yourself i feel like to find yourself you would have to go out in the mountains for 40 days 40 nights like you have to do some shit like that like where you're not influenced by anything else that's going on and like really find yourself yo you know what's crazy until you do some shit like that everybody who goes and do something does stuff like that. They always come back like all spiritual. You know what's crazy? That exact. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. That's what you. That's the like, only. I have you know it in land. Not that's a mountain. Not going to a mountain. Like but a not even a mountain anywhere. Some, it doesn't even have to be. It's not a mountain. That's per what I'm se, saying. It doesn't you know, even have to be. That and it's not forty days. You know, it's just I just got like a week. not touching your phone. Like not. You have to really like yeah. isolate. Like really. Yeah. Be in your own thoughts, not every, all these outside influences that we get every day. Yo, you know that's crazy because I'm planning on doing that. And all I'm planning on taking with me, I'm going to go somewhere for a week. And I'm right just taking like a book bag with like books right. yeah. and like just a couple clothes to just be comfortable in. But like, I really just want to go see like, who am I? What do I want? Like, Facts. you know, Facts. interesting thought of the day. No, but that's crazy. You, If you want to like bring it back to the sports or oh, you can go ahead. Yeah, something like that. No, I mean, no, that was just my thought. That was it. Yeah. You was talking yeah. about the code switcher, find- man. Oh. Oh, my God. Let's go. Okay. So, let me look a little history. I played. This is my first year being a school director. I've been playing sports ever since college. Mm-hmm. You know, just to, uh, that's what I've been doing what to make money. specifically? I've been playing football. I've played for NFL, CFL, AFL, all type of different leagues, you know, so I've seen the ins and outs of the business and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And as far as you talking about code switching, man, it's the mm-hmm. same thing in sport. It's the same thing. Like, like I have a friend, I'm not going to say his name, but he would like, you know, come in like with his hoodie dress and stuff coming in. And, the, and the, you know, one of the coaches was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're a thug. He thought he was a thug or something. This dude's not a thug or anything like that. He thought he was a thug. And it was for the Green Bay Packers. I'm gonna tell you, it's for the Green Bay Packers. Whoa! And the coach, whoa, and then the coach, whoa, whoa. yeah, it was for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, it just that, that, that uh, just yeah. took a turn there. It took a turn. 
So this coach, this coach really was like <laughs> after him and was like always like on him, on him. And like the way the NFL works, I don't know if any of y'all know that you can get cut any day. There's people get cut on the flights before yeah, games, cut flights I've after games, no mm-hmm. job security. Unless you're in that like top percent, you know, who like signs a long term contract. They invest a lot of money in you. They give you like 20 mil off the bat. You know, you good. You set. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they'll cut you the next day and like you'll stop making money. But this coach was after him, after him, thought he was a thug. And that just like it just happened one day. He just like he has a lot of power. He got him. He got at the end of the day, he got him fired, got him cut like that just because he didn't code switch. Like he could have came in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, buttoned up and shit like that. Oh, but like my goodness. this same industry wow. is talking about Black Lives Matter. Wow. Man, no, that's wow. Scary. That's you got so to suck scary up. to me. It's that like is. that in any corporation, though. I mean, like, I don't know. And that's crazy. And that just brings it back to our overall point. Like, fight the industry, challenge these industries, these corporations that are making millions of dollars off of us by exploitation. I don't know if this is, like, a little too revolutionary, but, nah, forget fight them. Like, replace them. Like, that's how I feel. Replace right. them. Because I don't trust, like, NFL saying no. Black Lives Matter, that is a marketing thing. That Absolutely. is a money thing. Mm-hmm. That is not a I stand with you guys thing. Because you and we know they don't stand with y'all. Like, no. what? That's just all marketing. It's all marketing. That's all marketing. That's right right now, like, it's trending. Like, it's, it's cool to be Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? That's right. the thing. Exactly. Yeah, going with it is you're going to get exactly. more. Exactly. than going against it so they're going exactly. with the wave so you know what i'm saying everybody's just going with the wave and exactly. it's a business i respect that that's cool but at the end of the day like right now i just don't know who like who my enemies are for real like right. i now i don't know who don't who doesn't <laughs> and like that me goes who, back to me saying it's a trap it's a trap you know and right. then you saying like replace them yes we should replace them but before we can replace them we need to be educated about them and yeah. our people are not receiving the education that they need about that, right? Because that's not what's on CNN. That's not what's on MSNBC. Like, the real behind the scenes that at the end of the day, you have to keep in mind Mm -hmm. that the end goal is money. And how do you make the money? You give people what they want. And if right now we want y'all to stand with us, that's what you're going to do because that's what's going to make you the money. You know what I mean? So it's it's a trap. Like, nothing that happens in this country is Mm -hmm. just... Nothing is an isolated event. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a Chain reason for everything, yeah, you know. Facts. So that's crazy. You really just dang. Was that all my thought of the day? Or that was, was your that, thought of the day. We, was, we wow. bossed it around. Just the thought of the day. That's crazy. That was just the thought of the day. Did you find yours? yours? Um, wow. I had a whole thought. I had I wrote something down. It was like that you can't spread your leaves in heaven unless your roots are touched down in hell. And I feel like, I was like, oh, damn. I feel that. Like you just thought of that yourself? I had it written down. I don't know where, oh, where I, don't, you got it from. I don't know where can I got say, it from. I could have heard it before. Let me hear it again. It says, your leaves can't spread out to heaven unless the roots touch down in hell. Wow. Yeah, I wrote that down. I don't know where, like, it might be me. It might be original, or I might have got it somewhere wow. else. Wow! So it's like know. the deeper your roots are, the higher the higher you, you got to have them reach. deep roots. But at right. the end of the day, they've got to touch down in hell. Like if right. you want to get to heaven, you got to go. You, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got to be. Yeah. That, if that's yeah. a quote, you need a credit. We need to find who said that. Find it. Whatever. Yeah. yeah find who sure. said that? Because that's, that's his heart. But um, that started today. But hey, y'all was talking about that sports shit. Let's talk about something. Y'all want to talk about something? The biggest modern day slavery that is right in front of our eyes. You want to know what it is? 
the NCAA. What's what that? that? The NCAA, like college football. Oh, oh. yes. Y'all not Damn. even. They don't even pay them. It's the biggest modern day slavery. They don't even thing pay that them. Whatever, like new slave. Kanye said, we're still slaves. Like we're still I know, slaves. I know. Oh my gosh. We're still slaves. Yeah. Do you know how much money they make off the image and likeness of these young black men yeah. every year? Yeah. Billions of dollars. Every yeah. just is a billion dollar organization, like billions. Yeah. And these kids aren't getting paid nothing for their image and likeness. Not yeah. nothing. nothing. You could say they're getting tuition, all that tuition, that shit is all cut. It's all in, like the school isn't losing any money. All, like They don't get nothing. And when they leave that college town and they're just still, on the streets, they're just a regular black man. You After a couple I mean? years, NFL doesn't work out a couple years. They didn't, maybe some of them didn't graduate college. They just another man. Toss right. them back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Toss them in, toss them out, man. Right. I've seen shit crazy. Wow. That's crazy. But I mean, I feel like that's why we felt like you were the best person for this industry specifically because you have such a long history and mm. like you've um, you've dealt with like different levels. Different levels, tops and right. bottoms, like yeah. tops and in-betweens, you know what I'm saying? That's like, crazy. But, you, you know, like at the end of the day, like karma still, like I really truly believe in karma and it really comes back around because like I feel like right now that industry is probably hurting, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to school. Nobody, are, nobody's in the stand. I'm gonna tell you the business, but they already made their bill. Like they already like they're rich. They no, money. they've made their money. Don't get me Off wrong. These, some, something has to happen where we can go back and get all these people their money that they deserve. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that has to be like so I know they're thing, about to. So here's my thing. The thing is, is I understand that yes, like reparations, like we are owed for, mm. and those people are we they're owed for their service and their yeah. work and all of that. Like what what happened was messed up. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that that needs to be addressed. Mm. But I, at the same time, I feel like we need to, the thing that we should focus on is, once again, overtaking the industry. Like, why right. why is the industry still ran by white men yeah. when, right. when it's black men who they need? Like, I don't understand. The black men who make it, why aren't why isn't the industry like especially during this because it's such a positive like thing too because the team spirit that you build by being on a team and the brotherhood that you guys Mm -hmm. build, that's something that black men need, especially those who are growing up in situations without, you know, um, male figureheads. So that's something that would benefit and enrich our company. So how do we get to the place where we're we're Owners and not players, you know what yeah. I mean. If it was black people running the NFL, or not right? just players. If it if it was black people running the NFL, it would be a system where okay, we know there's so many black boys trying to enter the NFL. The mm-hmm. numbers obviously don't make sense for everybody to make it. If you don't make it into the NFL, there should be other pathways, other successful pathways, like yeah. solid pathways for for them. Um, to go to and and for them to not feel like okay the, where now yeah. what yeah, exactly. now that like my dream I feel like that's a dream it's like a lottery almost it's a it's, dream especially for a, some sports like basketball I think it's like less people right they take way in, less people you see what I mean for like that's NBA, a lottery man people. yeah there's like twelve people on a squad like right. NFL there's like fifty six wow wow. Yeah. wow. But I know a lot of a lot of guys who like their goal was to get to the NFL, was mm-hmm. to play professional football. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing. That was never even my goal, honestly. Like, so, I didn't. It just really, literally came to me. Like, it literally came to me. I almost stopped playing football in college. I went to my coach. I was like, man, I'm done. Like, 
He's like, man, just keep playing. Like, what the fuck are you like talking about? I was like, okay, whatever. Why Kept were playing. you done? I was done because I was like, I'm about to just use my brain. Like, I'm not getting money right now. I was in college. I wasn't getting money. Like, I was yeah. like, I'm about to just use my brain and just go off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was like, nah, just keep playing. It's not like I didn't have fun doing it, but I just wasn't, you know, it wasn't seeing immediate results. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But then it just happened. Like, I played one more season. And the next season, like, NFL scouts there every practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was in camp. Me, me and my dude, DeAndre, Dez, like, NFL, like, they was just there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then from that point on, I was like, okay, let's do this. And then, you know, my brother was already in the NFL. I got, there's so much shit. There's so much shit. <laughs> y'all, ain't, y'all can't get my whole story. Like <laughs> right, I don't know exactly. Uh, right. More I than I know. know. Right. Right. So, right. So, um, so, you know, now that we've, that was a really good thought of the day. I mean, I feel like that was a lot of the meat of the conversation. But knowing you, Sydney, there's plenty there's more. more. There's, there's more, more to come. Sure. So, squeeze more um, out of them. Yeah, so typically this would be, this is a host segment where it would either be an Ashley's Analogies or um, a Junie's Jewel, mm-hmm. but as since you're a guest host today, you have the opportunity to kind of talk to our audience, really tell them what you do, what what type of entrepreneur are you, what field are you in, what are your projects, and where they can um, find your information. Okay, okay. Um... I know you guys asked me before this to like see what kind of entrepreneur I am. When yeah. I saw the list, I was like, "There's no way you can define me like that." Like <laughs> I, I, I can't put me in a box. Like it was all like I was like, "I'm this one, this one, and this one, and maybe a little bit of this one sometimes, mm-hmm. and then that one on Tuesdays." So I was like, wow. "All of them motherfuckers," you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, what type of entrepreneur I am? Is that what type, is that what question you asked me? What type of entrepreneur I am? I'm the type that I just have so many base ideas that I don't know what to do. Like, I have so many ideas. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just going with the flow because, like, I'm not going to lie, I'm blessed. Like, I've just been able to just go from one situation to the next pretty smoothly. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't really had to steer off my pad and been like, oh, no, what am I about to do? Like, everything's just really been smooth. I went straight from high school, college uh, football, played football after that, and then now I just moved, like, easily into a school director position, mm-hmm. kind of based off of sports, really. Like, it was through a sports connection. So, you know, sports aren't, you know, sports are so much deeper than people give them. Like, you know, as she was saying, I'm going to run it back to that, like, as far as growing up and having sports in your life, like that's one of, I feel like one of the most impactful things that we can do for our young black men right now is get them in organized sports when they're young. Just building those relationships off the streets, you know, having a common goal, just reaching for something, like striving towards something, like it just translates all through life. Just like you know, the relationships you build, traveling, making friends, you know, Working as a team to get something done, you have to put in work it. That you know what I'm saying, like, like just having a dream, a vision, and then like every, working all towards of that. it, and just yeah. having fun, being with people, working towards a common goal. Like that's always going to be a good time. Right. Mm-hmm. Work with one person over, yeah, it's just always going to be. And we don't have that system set up for our young black men in communities. I mean, like it's out there, but I'm talking about organized sports. Like you know what I'm saying, like. So explain the difference for people who may who may be listening and not understand like when you what's the difference between just sports versus organized? 
just sports. I'm talking about like people just like, okay, let's go play basketball outside. Let's go like, you know, people be playing basketball, but I'm talking about like getting teams together Man. where you practice every single day. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you have to report at this time. You know what I'm saying? Be early. Mm -hmm. Like just accountability. Like, okay, practice every single day. Like most kids, they don't, I just know from, I, I'm now seeing this just because I'm a director of the school. Like they don't have that accountability. Like be here this time. Like, they need to learn that, and it had starts. It could start early with like sports. That's just the yeah. Like they yeah, don't have so that. Much discipline and the yeah. white kids. The white kids have that shit. They have no. <laughs> yeah, they, they, do. Do. they do. They do. I know because I went kids, to those schools. White kids have it. Red's yeah. like, oh no, I can't have lacrosse practice at three thirty. Like you know, they yeah. already have that yeah. like schedule. But like you know, what I'm saying like that work right. ethic built in. But you know, I think it goes much deeper than that. I don't think we can just blanket say like every because not everybody has the opportunity to play sports. You know, not everybody has the opportunity to go to a school that offers sports. Mm -hmm. You know, and then on top of that, then to then find transportation to play at the next school. You know what I mean? Not everyone has the same opportunity. Some some black kids, the only the closest they'll get to it is that you know the the park. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So how do we organize park basketball? How do we organize that? Because they need see, it on all levels. For me, I'm looking, but from the entrepreneurial side, the eye, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. all of these players, like not all players have this amazing story of you transitioning from football to director. Not everybody has the story. So like this same passion that you have about like, yo, like organized sports make, made a difference in my life. And I know it's going to make a difference in these kids lives. I'm sure a lot of them have that same passion and that same feeling. Mm -hmm. And why isn't there like something created for that? Like, you know, and I just feel like if black people own the NFL, this thing would have existed already. But how do black people get to owning the NFL? We don't just wake up and, and can own the NFL, right? It's collaboration. That, you come together. It would take one team to put all their money together and take okay. over the NFL. People don't like change. Right, right. But let me tell you where it starts, though. All of these churches, right, that has wow. all of these black families bringing their children in, start a church team a basketball team a football team mm -hmm. whatever charge a fee tithe and offering use that money to invest into our youth right from then you know if somebody because there are a lot of guys too who have you know professional sports um background and then like their coaches in the community like on facebook mm -hmm. right now i'm seeing um guys that i went to high school with who went off and played um in the nba and now they're coming home and they're doing basketball camps mm -hmm. you know stuff like that like giving back to the community that's where it's gonna start mm -hmm. and if you can figure out how do i not only be a coach but be also the entrepreneur who brings this to this community right so now instead of communities of like gangs fighting each other how about we have communities who who uh compete you know how about we have tournaments instead of shootouts man that's you what know I'm, what i mean that's what i was saying organized sports that's what i was bringing it to so, like, you, so you really you broke say, it down though you broke it down right because you have to break it down to because that's mm -hmm. that's that's the mm -hmm. thing like not all of us are on the same level of consciousness or understanding so mm -hmm. you have to break it down to the point where the person who is living in this zip code versus the person who's living in you know like another one both can understand you know because mm. it's not like the content isn't out there but is it out there in a situation where everyone can break it down and listen to it and understand what you're trying to say you know right. what i mean right. that was a mouthful <laughs> so are you saying like that's like the is that your what so what, um, where were you going with that's with that? that's one have i told you about that idea about uh, opening up the gym 
Well, actually, I think I've heard I a little bit about you it. That, yeah. yeah, you told me a little. Oh, yeah, so that was a minute ago. Yeah, so you're still in. Okay. A minute ago. Okay. But I wanted, like, I've seen this. I'm the school director now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sports programs, all that. Boom, boom. I could, like, make a facility where it can be, like, tutoring in school on one level. But at the bottom level, you know, they have, like, the basketball court. Boom. Facility. Like, a facility. So mm-hmm. something like that. But, like, it's open to, like, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be, like, a way that they can file for, like, support. Like, if they're if they're below a certain income and still have their kid go there. Mm-hmm. Have after-school programs. Somewhere to take their kid, like, and they can still have all that recreational with coaches. And still have tutors, you know, tutors in school, like, there on site. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like I know a very good grant writer, and I feel like I can get something like that. Okay, so so you 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 want the nonprofit route for sure? Um, unless Why? I can get some investors. I mean, who's who's trying to invest? I haven't really put the idea out there much, but I could just go the nonprofit. Route. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't even have to go the nonprofit route. You can go the chartered route. The chartered. Oh, route. for the school or for the gym? Oh, I'm I'm already the um, the director of a charter school. Yeah, about, so you're it's going to be connected. But I what can I'm connect saying it. is, you don't have to. I didn't say that correctly. So what I'm saying is, you don't have to start out. Well, I mean, it it, it really just depends on what it is that you're trying to do. Yeah, so. I need to get the facility first, but that's definitely as far as getting sports. So your gym would be connected to the school, mm-hmm. okay. right? But if you create an entity and you get the grant, you can get a grant to pay for the facility. Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. and this is going to be based off of the fact that. I don't even need the grant for anything except for the fact that I want kids to be able to go for free. Like, that's yeah. the only re- Just, I want kids to be able to go for free. Wow. Yeah. I didn't I realize that, like, I thought that they would still There's, have sports. You think there would be something, like, sports where? Like, an organized, at charter schools. I, at charter schools. My I school has basketball. Some yeah, do. My school has oh, okay, okay, basketball. Okay. Yeah. okay. Some do. I'm just talking about, like, kids below, like, high school, like, all that, like, younger than that. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Younger, like, I see. Okay. I actually have a really good resource if you want to like really fig- learn how to build a nonprofit from For the ground up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll send it to you. All right, so let's get into. So I feel like this conversation is we've we've hit so many different points in in like the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to know like exactly what we're rate because I think overall. There's goods and bads, right? So we kind of mixed it in there. But what would what would be some definite ashes well, or cons? Before I before you rate it though, I'm just I just I I'm kind of gonna put you out there. But mm-hmm. so um, he was telling me that he you weren't feeling. You were saying that you really weren't feeling that we chose the sports topic mm-hmm. for you. So do you mind like explaining like why that is? Because I know that coming up. You know, when people say you play sports or something like that, they automatically put you in this box and make all type of assumptions and mm-hmm. all that. Like, it's really, I mean, no matter what you want, like, you already did it. Like, listening to this, you already did it. You already put me in a box just by hearing sports or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want that affiliation. Like, I feel like people who don't have that sports affiliation on them, like, it's just so much broader. Like, people's minds just, like, think different things, you know what I'm saying? But if it's sports, you just try to put people in that 
it's a very strict box that people but that's the thing though because you are so different because Mm -hmm. you're so different you're showing that just because i do sports doesn't mean that i have to be like this like the reason why the reason why um we think a certain way about people in sports is because they only show one way one way one type of athlete that's all you guys see that, no, it's what's that's out there what's in the shown. media. That's, that's what's, what's out shown. there. I mean, that's what's getting attention. Right. That's, that's what they're marketing. That they're marketing that aspect of them. Like that's right. right. So that's, that's why that's we're having this their conversation. Perspective being mm-hmm. heard. Exactly. But like now, you know, people listening to this will see see, you know, people in sports in a different light. Like mm-hmm. everybody's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just falls in line with just challenging the industry. But sports and is a huge thing in your life, man. exactly. Like, like I don't think you can. You've done it for years. Like right. you've you've literally. I can't get rid of it. It's there. Like you would be considered like an expert after so many times that you so long to, yeah. that you're master. Yeah. Mastered. So why would you not? Why would you not want to put that like? Because there's so much. Because. I told you, like, at the end of the day, like, it was never really my dream. Like, you said kids dream of that and all that. It was yeah. never my dream to be. I'm telling you, I just literally, it was just naturally something I was good at. Just kept mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Didn't really, like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, oh, I wanted. It was never my dream. Wow. So, like, why am I going to. So, so what is your dream? Settle that. What is my dream? Hmm. I have dreams all the time. <laughs> but what's the ultimate? Like, what's that one dream that you're like, I got to get there? Um, I would say to to not be a slave anymore. I just okay. want to be free. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's my goal. Yeah. 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 We're slave to a lot of things. Yep. So. We're slave to a lot of things. And things that, some of the things are in my control. Some of the, I mean, I would, I would like to think everything's in my control, but. Mm-hmm. You know what you were saying? I don't know if it was earlier on my thought of the day or yours, but um, when you were talking about, um how social media, like, everybody's thoughts are in your head. So, like, what is your thought? Actually, it was your thought of the day. Um, I, like, that's why I gave away. I stopped social media because it's like, no, there's way too much. You got to take breaks. You definitely got to take breaks. Yeah. And actually, it feels like a nice break. I was realizing that I was, like, a slave to social media. Like, I would literally wake up and be on there. Like, I wouldn't even want to be on Instagram, but somehow I'm on Instagram. So I'm saying they haven't even done, I hope they do studies one day on how all this stuff affects us. Like, I hope they do it. Like, it's mm-hmm. all new and everything like that. Like, they don't really know the effects that has on our brains and, like, right. the way we process information, period. Like, mm-hmm. actually, well, actually, I was having a conversation with someone, so I'm listening to this audiobook called um, Sapiens, mm-hmm. and I was having a conversation with my friend, and we were just kind of talking about the book, and it does talk about, um, I don't know if you were a part of that conversation. Well, no, it was during our meetings, our mm-hmm. morning meetings. And she was talking about um, there are studies that show that technology, like the millennial, us who are in the millennial age group, technology has played in slowing our development. So Social media. Social media. So we stay, we've remained in the adolescent um, phase. phase. So there's a lot of adults longer. that still are like in the adolescent phase. Right. Mm. I could see that. Though. And I can see that when you think. Okay. Of- yeah. Um, but I could see that, though, because I, you know, I always look at social media like I feel like social media is like high school. Like we still see everybody has like their clicks. The popular people are, mm-hmm. you know, have all these followers and all these friends and all these likes. And, you know, like I feel like it's kind of immature. So I, I could see that. That's why I've been, my social media, I'll literally post, I feel like anything. 
I feel like people are so scared to like make a, like a wrong move on social media or something. Like I'm the director of a school and I post. Um, anything. it can definitely be used against you. Definitely, like you're saying, yes, they're afraid, like like for no reason. No, <laughs> people I mean, are losing their jobs off of what they say on social media. I'm talking about people they're afraid to like hits. post themselves to like post what they're like. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about people like, oh, I have to post a perfect picture, a perfect pose, you know, perfect caption. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm talking. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. like, people thinking way too much into social media, not using it. Like it should be used just to post anything. I know. Yeah. People don't post anything anymore. Like unless you have a business page, I'll get it, like make it straight business. But other than that, like mm-hmm. I guess it is your own personal brand. But like it is your personal. But it's your fake. Like why? Why are y'all so fake? <laughs> why are they, they really so fake? I mean, corporations are fake too. So yeah. so you got uh, been conditioned to fake. be fake, right? <sighs> but that's you know terrible. that that's something that I really struggle with though because because I have a business. Like, I worry that what if my personal page is off-brand? But, like, mm-hmm. what the heck? I'm an is. individual. Like, that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. It's really annoying. Like, I'm an individual. Yes, I have a business. And, yes, I like to blast Cardi B in my car when I'm driving mm-hmm. down the street mm-hmm. with my windows down. Who cares? That's, yeah. what, that's what I'm saying. But would you put that on social media? I mean, no, I don't you care. See? I don't care for social media like you that. See what I'm saying? But it's I'm not saying even about care for it. Like, would you do it? Like, would you just, like, express yourself like that to, to the world no like, why no not. i don't know I just that's what i, I do i kind of use my social media my, if you look at if you're really looking at my social media with like an artistic or creative eye i really tell a story about my life mm-hmm. like you know it's a story it's like a collection of my memories mm-hmm. you know that you get to join in on and kind of share i feel like i use it in the way that you know it's an I outlet used to it's enjoy it outlet. but now there's just way too many people on there now freaking they're manipulating you and controlling your yeah. actions. Like, nah, we getting too far. Like, back in the day, I used to be active. Like, I used to enjoy, I could post anything, whatever's on my mind. I used to actively use Twitter, actually. I used to be you on, were Twitter. on Twitter. Yes, I was. I was a, I was a tweeter. Wow. I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> I used this? to tweet on a regular me. basis about my me? feelings and everything. Why you didn't follow me? Um, I, It was way back, like, high school, like, I think freshman year of, high, of I college. Know. I feel like I was on Twitter. But when I was younger, I feel like those things, I was always lying on there. Because, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like, why everybody have You lied on Twitter? Space? When I was younger, I would just say stupid stuff. Say anything. Yeah. That mean nothing. That's what it's for. That's right. what Twitter's for. But no, it's turned into so much more now. They, they, they try to. Because I'm you trying get, to because, well, I agree. Because our voices are being, people's voices are being silenced. And yeah. that's not right. That's not right at and all. Twitter is the ultimate, like, freedom of expression platform like you just say uh, anything. until you say something that black twitter doesn't agree with and then it's over then you get canceled then you're canceled, then you're canceled. <laughs> you lose your job <sighs> you probably lose your, your man your, your girl yeah. <laughs> black twitter what will come for your canceled? whole life what, what is with that cancel you lose stuff? your dog <laughs> what is with so just because like a mass majority of like people don't agree with somebody then like they have to be Abolished. They're, they're, they're to be. <laughs> so there, I mean, to me, that's very controlling. It's like we might as well have a dictator because. Because if you don't, if you don't go this way, if you don't go in this direction, because yeah, it's not exactly. freedom of speech. It's not freedom of speech. Thought, it, none, none of that. Like, yeah. all these people, oh, we're still slaves. We're still slaves. Like everybody, you can't think for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to think the way you think people want you to think. Like that's the craziest thing. You know, and the crazy thing is, is like everything that we think 
matters, like really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm going to take you back. I'm, let me tell you guys a story. It just popped into my head. People always talk about the word, like the N-word all the time. Let's okay. say. Okay. So I went. I was going to the school, a little private school, and I was like the second grade, first grade or something like that. All white kids. This one kid, he called me the N-word at recess. I got mad, boom, started fighting him, boom, boom. They broke it up, whatever. We go to the principal's office. The principal was like, Sydney, he asked me to, I remember for this, to this day, first grade, Sydney, were you really mad that he called you the N-word? Or did you just feel like you were supposed to be mad? And I was like. No. Wow. No, 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 no. What? I'm. No, but to, no. I'm like, wait a minute. Who asked you this? The principal. The principal. Asked like, me. you're not agreeing. Let let him finish the story. No, Go ahead. Yeah. No, the principal was you. a white man. The white man. Okay. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. He was a white man. Go ahead. And I was like, it's just a word. Like, honestly, if nobody told me, oh, if somebody actually, my parents never even said like, if somebody calls you this, fight them. If somebody calls you this, get mad. Like, if some, you know what I'm saying? If nobody ever said like. If nobody said, who told people that? Like, if somebody calls you this word, you should get mad and react in a certain type of way. Like, um, I think that's, I mean, I that think is conditioning, though. It's conditioning. Okay, yes, <laughs> it's, it's, it is conditioning. It is conditioning, but there was a period of time where there was a negative connotation to that. People were literally chanting that word watching black people die. So I don't think it's fair to just be like, I mean, it's, it's an insulting word, word. Because so. it comes with, it's not just like it. There are certain things that trigger you. Like, there are certain things like aromas and scents and words that bring you back to a memory. So that word has a connotation that is associated with trauma for people, for certain people. And, no, they don't want to see it coming out. Because when, oh, like, some people feel that you calling me this, because some white people are saying it in the way that they were saying it back then. You get what I'm saying? Whereas some are just saying it in a song or just think, you know what I mean? So I think it's. But I think what he's saying is, when you really, like, take a step all the way back, mm -hmm. does it really matter? matter? <laughs> that's, what like, you, that's, no, that's, where I, that's the first thing you said was, no, does like, it matter? And that's to, where I like, brought it I to mean, this whole story. To the bigger does it aspect matter? of life, like, mm -hmm. does that matter? Because it is, it really is, we really give words power. <laughs> I mean, words are powerful. Don't get they me are. wrong. Words, are, words powerful. are definitely powerful. So powerful. But... Like if we, you feed into it, if somebody like if somebody comes up and calls me, hey, Sydney, you're stupid. I'm like, OK, like, no, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like, powerful. I know it's only, it's powerful, only powerful if you, if you know believe when it you triggers you. It. Right. OK. So if somebody says, hey, Sydney, you're like, OK, what does that mean? Like, what is that going to mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Words. I'm not I, offended I by the N word. I'm not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. I'm not. And you like people saying like, oh, white people saying it like, don't say it like if you say it in the song, rapping along the songs like oh, that shit, that shit's ridiculous to me. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's, it's a really song, like, like, for example, like if, if there were like like alien beings watching us, they'd be like, what? Yeah, they're like, really this over. Is really like a thing <laughs> that we. And I get it, like you know, the word goes back, whatever, whatever. But like, it's only gonna give as much attention as we give to it, and we're always giving it so much attention. So like. Right. So I want to bring it back to our topic and go back to the our rating. So because we were, I feel like this could go like on and on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> so um, what was what are some definite ashes um, and roses that you would give about you know the sports industry and okay, the your experience with so it? So I gotta 
the yeah, terms. The ashes is the like, ashes are the cons, the cons. like definitely okay. cons, Let's start. and then the roses are the pros. Okay, where should I start? What you think? Cons. Um, cons. Yeah, the ashes. Okay, mm-hmm. ashes. Cons of the sports industry. Um. And just the fact that you know people are being exploited their image and likeness and aren't getting paid nearly what they should be getting paid or what people are making off of them you know mm-hmm. the percentage is crazy like they're making way more money off of them than they're, you know they're getting than they're earning so, mm-hmm. um another con would be just the whole politics i told you about it like my friend going in there getting cut like you're a thug like that like the whole politics, like people don't understand there's a whole political organization behind like NFL and all that. Mm-hmm. Like it's all politics. Like who knows? I mean, like with any industry, who knows who, did, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's definitely a negative. Um, what's another? I don't know. Okay. What, what, about, what about the pros? The pros, um, connections. You just it just opens you up, you know. You're traveling everywhere. Like football's taking me to how many states? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Canada, taking me to Canada. You know, out of the country. You know, so just connections, meeting people. I, I got the job now through a connection that I made through sports. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. um, other positives. I mean, it is giving people money. At the end of the day, it is giving people money. I mean, not as much money as they should be getting or, or earning, but it is giving money to a lot of people that yeah. um, in other opportunities, in other cases, wouldn't get this opportunity to make this type of money. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. changing lives, for yeah. sure. Um, positives, and I'll just live with, like, relationships. Just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I, I'll go next. With my So the ashes... Um, especially right now, I don't appreciate how, like, when I watch ESPN, I can't even watch it with a straight face anymore because, like, literally every other (laughs) thing, they're just, like, they bring up this whole, you know, everything going on with Black Lives Matter, but it's just, Mm -hmm. like, I don't trust those industries at all. So I just, so to me, that's a major con. Um, The other thing is, I don't really appreciate uh, college students not getting paid either. Like, I really couldn't believe. I like, I knew some athletes in college, and I mean, they would not even be able to have like food, like money for food and stuff like that sometimes. So I'm just like, that's strange to me. And then to not even um, be able to have your own jersey or make money off of your own name, like how how did we think that that was cool? That's okay. Yeah. Like, somebody's making money like somebody right. who's who's the money going to not the people that's yeah that's that, like, i hope that right. whole industry comes crashing down like yeah. boom. they're I calling mean, it an amateur they call nca is a am they call them amateurs even though the players the players are yeah. amateurs even though what? they're making yeah that's what that's what they call amateurs wow even though they're making money off of their image and likeness they sell their jerseys you know sell to all the merchandise and they come to watch them, them play and they're mm-hmm. they work they full-time schedule they work right. full-time mm-hmm. schedule and they still have to like go to class yes <laughs> that's yeah, crazy man they make good grades yeah so yeah, they do it. You know i don't what I'm know like, that, that, industry that industry needs to be replaced replaced <sighs> it does it's but an important like industry change. i think it's great yeah. i think that it yeah, brings definitely. people together that's a rose like sports really does bring like mm. it brings people together like i really wish that i was into sports 
just so that I could like have something in common with other people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really feel like my relationships with particularly white people would be a, a lot stronger if I like had a sport. Something to talk about. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like that's why men easily, that's why black men easily make you guys make your way up with these, you know, white corporations because you guys have more in common like with white men. Than we talk do. about different stuff. Yeah. yeah. But um, another positive thing is I do agree that I like that it puts money in, in the hands of, like, you know, um, you know, young black boys, and hopefully, like, they do great things with it. And a lot of athletes have been doing great things. And I think, like, even though, like, the Black Lives Matter that they're saying is not, um, you know, I don't think is, is really, like, honest, um, I still think that, our black athletes like literally have made history in this time, mm -hmm. like uh, forcing their corporations to at least say it. Yeah, acknowledge them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, so it's my turn. Yeah. Um. So my ashes. Uh. One ash that I would um. We didn't really touch on is that I feel like, uh, especially the. The sports industries and especially the NFL in particular and just the football industry doesn't really put enough emphasis or highlight on the injuries that these players sustain, you know? Oh, yeah. And how even lives. though they're injured, they're still working them, literally working yeah. them until their body can no longer <laughs> push no. through and push forward. Slaves. I feel like that's, like, why aren't we talking about that? You know, like so many football players who talk about their history of concussions and now to now they're they're violent, like football players who are retired. Like, why are they so violent? Why are they ending up A in trouble? Why are they happen. ending up mm -hmm. in prison? Awesome. Like, yeah. I feel like enough has happened for us to notice that that's a trend. So why aren't we talking about that? So I would say that's like my main ash because <laughs> I think that was deep. Um, yeah, I think really you guys covered um, most of them, and yeah, and I would in in addition to that, like just the picture that they paint for kids, you know, like it's all you know roses and butterflies, and it's yeah. like it's, not, it's not, you know, like let's be real, let's be realistic. There are men who are dying and suffering because of football, so. A rose, my roses would be just the fact that it does give. You know, like, I watched my brother um, grow up playing sports. Like, you know, both my brothers are in sports. And just, like, they're just such developed young men. And it's just, like, you know, there are things, there's, like, certain levels of discipline that they received from that. And I um, I would say that's that's a rose of, of you know, the sports industry. Mm -hmm. um, another rose, of course, you know, seeing people um, be able to change the lives of their families off of these, you know, contracts and playing uh, sports professionally, so, you know. Yeah, ups and downs. Ups and yeah, downs. Ups and downs, like with everything in life. I, I played sports, so, you know, like, I, I feel you on, like, the whole team player. Like, I, mm -hmm. I remember doing that in high school and stuff, so. Mm -hmm. it, I would, I would put. Lessons. It translates all through life, I feel like. Mm -hmm. All those lessons you learn in sports translate. Yeah. If I get to raise kids, I'm definitely putting them. In, in sports, for sure. Don't don't. I don't know about football. Like she was talking about with the injuries and everything like that. I'm like, no. Oh yeah, football. I would avoid. Yeah. I'm not talking I know. 
Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Just some type of organized thing organized where your kid activity. is socializing yeah. and having to, to be disciplined and follow It could even be like structure. artistic. Yeah, it could yeah. even be like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't even yeah. have to be sports related. Just right. like something organized just yeah. to like mm-hmm. keep them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow, this was a really good conversation. This is oh, really great. Man. I mean, this was just... Thank you for joining the conversation. Seriously. I feel like you really got the flow. Like, a lot of times, you know, when we talk to people about coming on the show or being on an episode... They're like, oh, I don't know. And we're like, it really is a conversation. Like, it's not. Did you feel like it was a conversation? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I told you I didn't even want to hear the topic, nothing like that. I was just trying to talk. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We just here talking. Yeah. So we usually end off with a quote of the day. Um, Do you, do you buy, do you have a quote to share with us by any chance? Uh, Let me check my phone. All right. I'm going to go ahead and start with my quote then. Okay. All right. So um, my quote is faith in false prophets is worth than no faith at all. And that repeat is... That, repeat that. I don't think they like, heard you. Faith in false prophets yeah. is worse than no faith at all. Uh, that's a, that's the people uh, aren't going to hear you, though. What you mean they're not going to hear me? Because everybody thinks that their prophet is... No, the real prophet. I mean, if you right. So really consider you have to understand that, like if your faith, if you're believing in a false prophet Mm -hmm. that really take into consideration, like, you know, is what you believe really true? Because it's worse than not having any faith at all. I feel like you can never believe until you like give yourself the opportunity not to believe. I feel like, you know, to like search and see other things like if you yeah. just believe in one thing and just always like okay this is it this is it like i'm not looking at anything else like this is it you're not giving yourself the opportunity to really believe you're mm-hmm. just like following blindly like mm-hmm. if you if you i feel like you should veer off and if you come back to that then like you know that's when you really believe right and and then i, I the way that i am taking the quote and it actually fits perfectly with um what we were ju- we were just talking about as far as like the way the sports industry is like you know saying Black Lives Matter, um, do they really mean it? To me, it's like the faith in that mm-hmm. faith, you know, believing in that. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. you're easy. It's easy to to trick you. It's easy to come up from behind mm-hmm. you and like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So um, I think that quote actually came from the blacklist. Ooh. Reddington all day. Okay. Look at that. just going to do so a little love. shameless plug. <laughs> you ready, Sydney? Do I got a quote? Yeah. I don't got no quote. You ain't got no what? quote? Okay, it's all good. It's okay. Uh, you, I think you, dropped you got some quote-worthy quote lines. Yeah, 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 you got some like, quote-worthy yeah. lines. For real. So. <laughs> so now Junie's going to uh, leave us here with. Yes. Yeah, so again, once again, just thank you for joining us. Um, you know, I always got to leave y'all with a good quote to end your day and to ponder upon. And this quote, like it just happened to just fall into line with everything that we talked about as far as our organized sports and, you know, creating a legacy and changing, changing it for, you know, kids who look like us. This quote is by the late, great Kobe Bryant. Um, and it says, once you know what failure feels like, determination chases success. So enjoy your day. We'll see you next week on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And thank you, Sydney. Thank Thank you, Sydney.